Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows, like, so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He, like, has, like, the biggest names on, uh, in comedy on his, on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. We have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. <laughs> Obama is the actual devil. Crocodile Dundee was cool. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Nuntaken Podcast. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I am still fucking with the audio. Thank you to everybody trying to help me with this. I feel like Zoom sounds like shit. I'm trying to make it sound as decent as possible for you. And I've got the world's greatest panel Nate Craig is back. He is on Maniac and F is for Family on Netflix. His stand-up special is available via All Things Comedy on YouTube. Just make sure you put a towel down before you watch it. You're going to get damp. Katrina Davis is here. She was a timeout comedian to watch in 2019. She just taped a special with Comedy Dynamics. It was her first time on the panel, but goddamn, I hope she does it again. She was great. So was Mike Malloy, another first-timer. From Faded Comedy LA, he is banned from Twitter for saying he'd roundhouse kick LA council member Mitchell Farrell into the sun for $500. He sounds like my type of guy. Andy Peters is back, everyone's favorite chatty boy. His album, Exclamation Mark Question Point, is available on AST Records and was produced by Clef Clips, Bonafide Hunk Clef Clips. Do we get a cameo from a Silas on this one? You bet your ass we do. Maddie Ryan is back, the mayor of Chicago. He was a JFL new face in 2019. He's recording another Comedy Central set on September 15th at the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn, New York City, where they paint murals of Biggie. That lineup is bananas, by the way. Maddie is great. This whole crew is great. So without further ado, here are Nate, Katrina, Mike, Andy, and Maddie. If you don't already, go ahead and hit subscribe. Oh, there he is. The cha- wearing a hat. He's, he's the champion. To represent a championship. What a piece of shit. <laughs> How do you say the star player's last name? Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. I just said it perfectly. I don't, Anta- think, Nate's, I don't think Nate's right. Te- I just got to be honest. Kakempo. I nailed it. It sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Comes with a side of slaw. Al Madrigal has this great bit where he says that in L.A. you should be scared a little bit when ordering food. And that's how you know you're in like a good restaurant in L.A. is if you walk in and go, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Jonathan Gold said. He's like the best places have a C on the window. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. Like, the best you cannot... taco spot in Venice is the sidewalk out front of Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in LA, it's kind of like braggadocious too, where like they didn't get an A. Like places that like have well, like a legit, like that weird hole in the wall German place that has good slaw that I was telling you about. I think it's like a B, like a B minus at best. It's like a like, flex. They're like, you're still yeah. gonna eat this questionable crowd too, aren't <laughs> yeah. you? I'm sorry. The B, mi- the B minus is hilarious. It doesn't exist. 
for just to make it be mine. Why are you calling me out on my fictional braiding? I took it. I visualized the blue with the little dash. I was like, we're never seen one. But it's... They're like, we're not, you know, we got to add plus and minuses. This place is... There's no D's. D's means you're closed. But like a C minus yeah. would be fucking amazing. The D is just for dark because the lights are out and they're not allowed to have anyone there anymore. D plus dot 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 check back next month. (laughs) How is Is Chicago? Is this again all Chicago, Katrina? I feel like, are you a Chicago? Just three Chicago's. Just three Chicago's. It's always in LA. And I I, uh, grew up in Florida, so I'm weird. I'm all over the place. Well, I I just always feel very Chicago outnumbered on this podcast. And it's it's always like, (laughs) Mike will be like, hey, remember uh, uh, Uncle Larry? Remember that guy? And it's always like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I think you just inadvertently started up an Uncle Larry chat. <laughs> just <laughs> another tip from your That's Uncle Larry. See, I always do that. He's the one that I know. He's the one. You know Uncle Larry? Okay. I opened Dude, for Uncle Larry way back in the day. First of all, it's Uncle Larry. It's Larry Uncle Reeb, Larry. Uncle Larry. Fucking get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sweetheart, by the way. Person? He's a like Chicago, Chicago headliner, comedian, legend. Uh, Back in the day, I... Chicago had one club and it was Zanies, and they mm-hmm. only booked a hundred year old dudes who'd say stuff yeah. like, uh, just another tip from your uncle Lair. Like, it yeah. always happens nice. to me. And then this is their like their headshot. <laughs> yeah. I think that really is his headshot. It's like, that's Doby Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Doby Maxwell. And then I think Uncle Larry is like this. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to gross you out. <laughs> Look out. Dude, he, had one of the most, he had one of the most, like, lightning fast, blistering comebacks to a heckle one time. I was featuring for him at the Zanies and Rosemont a few years ago. And he, it was like the late show, and there was he did some joke where some somebody is like in the third row was like, "Oh God, what are you, my dad?" And he just turns and goes, "No, I would have been, but a dog beat me over the fence." <laughs> oh <laughs> wow! And he went, "Gotcha." <laughs> that is such a strange fantastic. joke. Yeah. <laughs> your dad's a dog, dude. See, that's a <laughs> your dad's a dog, dude. <laughs> Pranked you. you got, your dog's a dad. I'm yeah, imagining right. Mike drunk one seat behind him. Like, hey, your dad's a dog, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he told a kid in the crowd, he goes, how old are you? And the kid goes, 21, obviously a lie. And he goes, I got cum stains on my ceiling older than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, sure. Why not? Uh, a little tip from your uncle Lair. Get a mop. A little tip the from your uncle. <laughs> he should move. I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> None Where of us could get booked. Cum stains. <laughs> like nobody was getting booked. Like Hannibal maybe got like one thing, but not Kumail Kinane, TJ Miller. Yeah. But this dude's like talking about dogs fucking your mom over the fence, and just he got dominating. like, yeah, yeah, just oh, dominating Chicago. Like, he was my first taste of Chicago. Like I came from Seattle and opened there at Zany's. And that, and he's who I opened for, and I was like, "Oh, this is Chicago comedy." It's not. Okay. It's not. <laughs> and then I met all you. It's not. Okay. Okay. But good. I'm gonna start with this one. Mikey, were first. Uh, they figured out how to 3D print Wagyu beef. Are you gonna eat this shit? Or are you gonna be like, "Fuck you"? I'm not eating your mutant meat. Your lab meat. I mean, I feel like if I tasted. Uh, fake meat that was good by now i probably would have made the switch because like meat's bad for you and bad for the environment and whatever but like it all tastes like dog shit it all tastes like rubber 
And I'm sure that 3D printed Wagyu is going to taste like dog shit and cost $90 a pound. So uh, probably not. I continue eating dog shit that's like three dollars. You've had fake. Uh, you've had fake science meat. I, I I've tried the Beyond stuff and it just doesn't it doesn't do the trick. Impossible, baby. Impossible. Baby. <laughs> or maybe it's impossible. Oh, I've tried both. What's the good one? What's the good one? One of them tastes real and also like it's not good for you. Like <laughs> it's too good of a loophole. This it's stuff not. is different. This is um, it's meat that they bioprint. They took stem cells of a cow. Oh, okay. Stem yeah, they cells. do it. They oh. do it in labs too. I've seen them. I've seen a thing like a couple years ago. They made ground beef out of human fecal matter. No, like, and it's oh, you shouldn't do that. And also, like they're making like duck breasts and like chicken breasts, like three D print. They're like grown in some kind of chamber or something. Where it's like right now, if you want to, I'm selling that as a waiter. Here's the thing, though: a thousand dollars an ounce. What's crazy How is about that all not still shit somehow? Yeah, like you're never I'm going sorry. to molecularly convince me that that's not shit. I Call don't understand. Ain't shit burger. Ain't there shit. Was, it was. I was watching. There was like a news video a few years ago. I was watching, and they were like showing footage of the lab where they were making it. And there was like a little mini fridge that, like, I don't. They must have not seen it or didn't blurt out. But literally, written in a piece of paper on the fridge, it said "shit burger." I love I love unnecessary science. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic and cows and, and chickens exist currently and they're they're like, we're gonna fuck around, like hold everything else. I think I got Wagyu beef, everybody. Eat this. <laughs> well that is a thing though. I mean, we are so we live so uh lavish in the that uh actually uh Americans shit uh very high nutrient uh sure. that could used, be turned used into to run food. like our cars well, and buildings and every fucking thing I think but then you different. couldn't eat that shit or you would die <laughs> i'll eat the shit, out of that only- shit you're gonna eat shit i'll eat the lab meat for sure okay i was about to say now i'll eat the bioprint right, 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 because go. like now first. i'm down with that yeah <laughs> I think it's either it's either going to be like three D printed meat or insects for protein. Yeah, in the next, like, yeah, years. yeah. It's just not sustainable. I will eat insects before I will eat <laughs> shit beef. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. They can't even make diet coke without giving us cancer. I really don't oh, expect them to make. Big no, meat but but have you had a cricket before? Crickets are pretty good. Are they? Yeah, I have one in Mexico. I mean, I love hot dogs, and that's probably like, like way grosser. Yeah. Also true. I do love hot dogs. These these fake meats always come out too soon too. Like every time you have like Beyond Meat, you're like, you guys want to give this like four more tries and then bring it back to me because you're not it's, done. Yeah, it's like waiting for a, a new phone to drop. You want to wait yeah. until like, the test cycles out. Yeah, but you guys aren't done with this project yet. You want to take it back to the lab and then maybe go to the Ralphs after like eight more tries. Go to the Ralphs. <laughs> they just Thanos hey guys, the Impossible that's... Burger and just like pick up real meat. They're like, it's great. The lab is in the Ralphs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just Ralph himself in the back. And he's like, I think I got it, boys. I think I got it. make big meat. I, I, I. There was a news story not too long ago that Impossible Meat's just being sneaky, that it is just like animal fat and animal protein in there. And like it the, tastes the like vegans it. got really 
vegan mad about like just being lied to <laughs> where they were just in the lab and they were just like hey should we just put meat in this <laughs> nobody will just don't say anything i don't think it's like actually healthy for you i think it's just not yeah. meat right yeah like, exactly oh, yeah, you just can eat like, a lot of uh, shit that's Oreos. not meat. Yeah, Oreos, like Oreos not meat. Also yeah. vegan, yeah. yeah. Not meat. Yeah, Oreos are vegan technically. Yeah. Eight of them. It's just, it's just some, like filler. It's, it's like, like Candyman. You eat yeah. eight Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I went and saw it yesterday, and white people talked through the entire movie all around me, and I haven't <laughs> figured out the irony of that. Payback yet. is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They haven't been in public in a year and a half. Yeah, yeah. Well, should have just said Candyman four times and stared at them. Even in terms of the, <laughs> even in terms of the stereotype, it's still usually about the movie. People were just having full blown conversations around me, and I did not understand what was happening. I didn't know if it was a trick or not. See, I didn't know if I was being yeah. punked. I didn't know what was going on. ArcLight Hollywood closing really fucks the quality of movie going experiences. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. In their defense, though, it is a movie about saying stuff. So like, <laughs> I think it's the one. Every movie, movie is about saying stuff, except Drive. <laughs> I I just pictured a, the movie poster for the movie called "Saying Stuff." And it's just, it's like, just Dolby Maxwell. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. all right. I We're watched over fun. the weekend. I watched an entire Spike Lee thing about nine eleven. So I wanted so to see good. if <laughs> it's wow. it is really good. I wanted to see if anybody had where were you 20 years ago story because this is the episode that'll be out on 9-11, the 20-year anniversary. Oh, real, real light podcast we're all on yeah. here. Real fun, <laughs> real fun goof em up, Mike. <laughs> I remember hearing, I was in college, and I remember waking up and hearing that classes were canceled for the day before like i turned on the tv <laughs> so it was this weird like reality yes! check of like yeah baby i don't know what's happening in the world but something that closes all of classes in america can only be fun <laughs> right <laughs> and then you turn on the tv and it was just like the darkest day in american history and also my father was in new york city on business at the time so it was just an immediate like Oh fuck! This is the best day, worst day, and in like two seconds. So that's my whole story. Like I woke up happy, turned on the television, and then had uh, nineteen panic attacks on the phone with my family. Yeah, righto. You know what I didn't know uh, from that? I learned from that documentary was the ninety-two bombing down in the. Well, I didn't realize how effective that almost was. I didn't realize it was that. They wanted big. one tower to fall into the other tower. I didn't realize that it did that much damage. And I didn't realize that there was people had like that it people had to like all the way up a hundred floors had like smoke inhalation. And like, I th I thought that was very isolated. Well, isn't that from them coming down the stairs? Yeah. The smoke went up the yeah. building, all the way up the yeah, building. It's crazy. So much smoke. I was in class and uh, the guy I had a crush on came back from the main office where we did have like TVs on and came back to our class and was like, oh my gosh, like something just happened to the Twin Towers. And my history teacher, who was a real jerk, uh, didn't believe him. <laughs> was like, yeah, okay. And he was like, no, I'm serious. Like I just came back, like turn on the TV. And she for real was like negging him to the point where she wouldn't even turn on the TV. And then she finally did. And by then um, 
they had either hit the other tower or hit the Pentagon because I can't even remember what order things it went in. But like my first memory of 9-11 is just seeing my crush like in vindication, being like, I fucking told you! Like he was already mad about someone not believing him about the towers before it was even over. Your teacher was the first truther. She was. <laughs> yeah, he was the first one to say, hey, buildings don't fall like that while pointing <laughs> live at the buildings. And everyone's like, this is, I hope this doesn't come up a lot later because that is how buildings fall. They're, it's happening now. I had a teacher not let us watch the OJ verdict. We were the only class in our high school that was not allowed to watch the OJ verdict. Real upsetting what? when your teacher wow. turned on Wow, how TV. old are you, Mike? 42, thank you. I'm 42. <laughs> like they thought I it would be in too that. inflammatory? He No, he, we just were in geometry and Mr. Pantel sucked. Fuck you, Mr. Pantel, if you're watching. Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a regular. He's a huge fan. Of Mr. Ben tells you're one of your regulars, and you just my, my, geometry, my geometry teacher shut off the 9/11 stuff. He was my second period. And uh. It was Brother Martin, and we found out for his period. My Spanish teacher came out. Of, somebody called her out of the class. She came back in crying because her son was in New York. Uh. And then so we like she turned on the TV, and then we went to second period, and we had it on at first, and then he was like in the back of the room, and they were like the one of the twin towers just collapsed, and he was like did they just say one of the Twin Towers collapsed? And we were like, yeah. And he just goes, oh my God. And he walked up to the front and turned the TV off. And then just was like, we're not watching this. Let's just do geometry. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> You're just dragging us into your shutdown? That's so unfair. Oh man. Geometry. We're going into this show together, kids. Like, <laughs> I, was in, uh, I was in yeah. gym class when it happened and they like didn't let us go home and I like we, we went to football practice after and one of the kids on my team gets pulled out of practice and they told him his uncle was on one of the planes what and, but he was a he was a VP for a weapons manufacturer so you guys don't have to feel bad <laughs> oh right I've seen so, loose change there's like a bunch of Raytheon employees and Lockheed Lock- yeah. yeah I remember yeah. that so yeah that was Shit. one of them so the, the so only he's, person he's that safe I knew in that Cleveland. It was a bad guy. So uh, I do remember a lot of what Katrina was saying, where there was a lot of weird, like with college kids, there was a lot of like weird denial that it was even happening. And I remember, yeah, like, like I remember the party house across the street was just like, we're having a fucking party for whatever this thing is that's happening on the news. And it was like this, like the college reactions were very much like, excuse to party, bro. And it was, you know, early 2000s and college. A lot of Hawaiian shirts, a lot of weed, a lot of punk rock music. I was about to say, ska just started playing in my head. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, a lot of ska. Like, a lot of ska happening. It was one of the first and uh, <laughs> pre-9-11 responses to a post-9-11 world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. At the time, like, I had just discovered The Onion, like, yes. earlier, that, earlier that year. And it was, like, it was still, like, in Chicago in, like, newspaper boxes on the corner. Yeah. I, never, I, I think somebody turned me on to him, like, freshman year of, of high school or something. And I was a sophomore for 9-11. And I was, like been into it for like a year and i would like voraciously consume like go through their archives read all these online articles and stuff i would read it every you know every thursday would come out and i would grab it and i remember like at that tuesday or wednesday being like oh my god like what's the what's the onion gonna do and then i was like either they don't come out with an issue or they just do a regular one that they pretend it didn't happen 
And then it came out two days later and it was the whole fucking thing was about 9-11 and it was making fun of all, like making fun of the, like the hijackers, the newscasters. It was just like, it was, it blew my mind in a way where I was like, I kind of, it was like one of the things that cemented me like wanting to do comedy forever. So I was like, if they just fucking, it was like a weird magic trick where I didn't even know you could do that. And I was like, okay, this fucking rules. I do remember like I started comedy the next year and I do the year after it happened. And I do remember like all the jokes were like, um, I remember uh, like a headliner had a joke about like um, the whole stuff they were doing with planes and like the security now on airplanes because of 9-11. That's what like every joke was about in that sweet spot of the like aftermath of 9-11 was like, I remember a joke about like having like, um, like was there something where you couldn't wear certain type of shoe on a plane or yeah, like yeah. now well, everybody had to start taking their yeah, shoes the off shoe oh, Richard, because one guy tried to light his, his shoes on fire the shoe bomber yeah yeah and i remember a joke about like well like uh no one will notice if there's like a wick coming out of your shoe because of shoelaces or something like that i'm really <laughs> bad at remembering other people's jokes <laughs> by the way you haven't noticed by now it was like, I don't know. I'll hit you with one. Like... Jay Wendell Walker, this 100-year-old yeah, man. Yeah, I remember Jay Wendell Walker. He would go yeah. up and go, uh, I think I know where Bin Laden's hiding in you kids' baggy pants. Yeah, see? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Thank you, Mike. I think about that oh, all dude. the time. My <laughs> I remember God. Jay Wendell. I used to open for Jay Wendell Walker a lot. Oh, oh my God. God. I, I will say Armando Torres, who you might know, Mike, he's a LA comic, but he's way younger. Oh, yeah. So he was in kindergarten when it happened. And one of his friends shit his pants that day. <laughs> and then he went home and then everyone had to go home. <laughs> so he said for like years, he was just like, how bad did he shit his pants? <laughs> like he just didn't know what happened that day. Wow. He thought he just blew the whole like <laughs> kindergarten class out. Yeah. I suddenly feel so old. He was in kindergarten. Yeah, I was a <laughs> good lord. I lived in a house with five other dudes, and all five of them except for me joined the military. Oh, because I was in Florida, and that's what. Well, I was a sophomore in high school also, and so that was like. Fucking get ready, lock and load, like freaking Mudvayne started playing in everybody's heads. They were yeah. Fucking yeah. ready. You've said you've said boy. ska music. You've said Mudvayne. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 911 was responsible for a lot of bad music. New metal. Yeah, I, t- I told them all to have fun in Iraq. I was gonna. I had the grades to get into college. I wasn't gonna be joining that. Yeah, I went to an all-boys Catholic school on the south side of Chicago, so there were some dudes that went straight to the armed forces, for a lot of them, for sure. That's how we handle our emotions. That's what someone was talking the other day. Someone mentioned Mark Wahlberg and how he said that he would have, like, beat them if he was on the plane. But since he blinded that Asian guy, I think he really might have been able to stop that plane. Like... I feel like he might have enough race lace rage in him to be like, I was fucking right. This is my time. Like, I think he might have actually been able to do it. Wahlberg? Oh, yeah. I can do another one. He's five foot eight. He would have got stabbed with a box cutter and thrown out. I did not realize he was that small. He's a tiny little man. Wahlberg? Angry little man. Five eight, wow! I forgot about that. There's all these like stories within the story that I completely forgot about. (laughs) Mark Wahlberg being on that plane. plane 
Um, Weird. let's do a palate cleanser. Joe Rogan's taking this horse dewormer. I don't know what the yeah, fuck baby. this is. Uh, this is in the news. What is this shit? Uh, they're getting like, is he taking poison or what the fuck is happening? I don't even listen to him and I'm concerned, like more concerned than I think his fans are. What is happening? Is there an update on him? I like how oh, there's a lit- chance of something funny coming out of his holes for once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That did. That's the one. I like. I like how. I I like how he listed the medicines like it's a normal way to handle COVID. He's like, as soon as I found out I had COVID, I took Intervectin, Z Pack, and like people are googling like the Z Pack for. Two of those are animals. I got a band aid. Antibiotic. Antibiotic. Yeah. None of it's gonna make you taller. Baby powder. No. One of those is for a cold, and the other one's for mange. So I don't know what's going on. I have a lot of questions for his doctor, who's like, oh, you got COVID? Okay, let me see what we got. These are for horses. Joe, heads up. These are for, I don't know, hamsters and weasels. Get on that. This is, this is a tranquilizer for an animal that we haven't even discovered yet. Get on Here's some that. real hot salsa. <laughs> some Vicks VapoRub. Vicks VapoRub. Put this on your throat. Let's see what else we got. Yeah, I got some. Uh, Robitasm. Yeah, take oh, all these Claritins. Goodness. I got some Claritin sample packs. Take these Claritins. <laughs> Visine. <laughs> it's like he had one doctor who didn't know what COVID was. He's like, I don't know what this is. Let's try. Like, wait, no, this is like in the news. This is a real thing. I don't know. It's something with a number and it starts with a C. That's what you can His doctor has been turning shit into meat this whole time. He was like, what? You're sick? I got it. I've been busy in the lab this whole time. What's everybody freaking out about? I don't know. He's eating human shit elk meat and... Well, this 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 whole like kind of strange uh, sect of COVID denial, like the like the fine, 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 it's real, I fine, I got it. But what if you treated it like this? Kind of goes right into their whole business model of like these hucksters, yeah. like him and Alex Jones, whose whole business is selling like mm, yeah. fucking like like you know it's like the dude in pete's dragon who's selling he's selling elixirs oh my God. like, like are you school. saying he's in invermectin's pocket is this goes all the way yes. to the top who's getting no, paid what, for inver- ivermectin saying, or whatever saying, what i'm saying I, is I, selling I the wrong shit definitely contributes to an environment where people will bu- keep buying the wrong mm. shits all the time you know what i mean like well, that's it's definitely, definitely his, how we all found oh. out about ivermectin <laughs> yeah. so no who though for real i'm gonna google it i want to oh i thought you t- i thought you were gonna have the answer i was like oh here it is no well, it's I mean, big i mean i want to see if this loops all the way it's around the same guy well, who owns uh hydroxychloroquine uh, everybody's buying up horse use. pills now guys with actual horse cocks can't get our medicine uh, dick cheney i'm just kidding hold on <laughs> dick cheney owns it I've refused to learn about it where I've just only been forced to like hear about it when it's like absolutely in my face, but I still haven't done any independent research. It's just one of those things where I'm like, these fucking idiots, like, I'm trying to think one, who's that guy where it's like the meme where he's like all smushed together? I don't know. I still don't know who that guy was. And I never found out and I'm, I think I feel better about it. The what one? Who? The guy he's that's like this like chubby guy that like has no neck and he's like smushed down. Oh, like, from that oh. TV show. He's some dude. He, you don't, I don't even know. know him. It was everywhere <laughs> for a while. The guy that started the guy that coded uh, 4chan. He started the, the, the oh, 4chan oh, guy. I was so worried when you said he was smushed together. I was like, from 
an experiment? Like what? No, he, like, he is smushed you know, together. I don't know how to explain he's, him. I don't know who he is, but it's that fucking weird little guy. He's smushed I, together. He's smushed together. Life, <laughs> life smushed him together. It's just the gravity of being horrible mushed his <laughs> neck into his body. He's turning into the horse pills. <laughs> he just like turns into a pill one day. <laughs> you have to swallow that smush guy. Oh my god. I'm gonna message you guys who owns this because there's the first thing that comes up is when did ivermectin get approved for humans? And I think the answer is it didn't, but I don't have time to read well, this no, it's, it's, You can get it as a prescription from a doctor, <laughs> or you can go to a farm store and buy the apple flavored kind that has a picture of a horse on it. With, what? What will they give it? <laughs> What will they give it to people for, though, in like a smaller dose? I think like, it's like they have to say, we will give it to you. You have to bring in a picture of your horse. Like some of these places are being like. <laughs> proof of vaccination, proof of horse. Yeah, but you have human, to have a picture of a horse to but even get. Human, but the humankind has only come into existence because people started taking it. I know, so, I mean, is there a human exists. kind or is there just, just a kind a, that doesn't have to go I think that there's... What I'm asking! I think that <laughs> they said... very it, worried. Like, it, they use it for, like, antibacterial, like, uh, river blindness is a thing that I remember well, hearing. I saw, someone, I saw someone claim that the guy who invented it got a Nobel Prize for its use in humans, but I, it was, like, so one of those conspiracy theory guys saying that, so uh, I was like, well, I, I'm not yeah. gonna, I don't believe anything anymore. Like, uh, and and yeah. what, does this guy respect the last couple Nobel prize winners for science because i'm sure he's selective about which nobel prize winners he honors it says it says they use it for parasitic worms head lice and skin conditions like rosacea how intense is your rosacea i don't know i don't want to be insensitive if anyone has rosacea and you would take hard this is this is definitely livestock medicine right yeah like is this how it happens? The internet just has the, the, the telltale sign is that it's apple flavored. I don't have like apple flavored anything else. It's <laughs> like when I get my allergy medicine, I'm like, does this come in an apple flavor or like a hay flavor or like grass? I just thought they said that like the disease or the poison control center said they've had a 250% spike in cases because people are like, I got a horse, I got this medicine. I love it. Keep them up. I say keep them up, dude. Keep drinking it. Mother uh, Mary. But also, do you just shit yourself to death? What will it do to you? Hilarious. Pretty much. <laughs> Is that it? Like dehydration from it. But you'll just like, you could die like yeah. Jeff Daniels in Dumb and Dumber <laughs> because you listen to Jeff Rogan. Is that what we're saying? Yeah. I don't like or, this. Or you can like bound over fences really well. <laughs> or like you can like kick a person Upside. through the wall with your hind legs. You get that's why, that's why how, yeah, how's yeah. Greg doing after his COVID? His cough's gone, but do not stand behind him. Do not. <laughs> he do won't not. stop eating sugar cubes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He ra- ra- now runs a carriage service in New York City where he'll give you rides at Central Park. It's really he, weird. Like you get off, his, taste. his cough moved to his butthole. <laughs> he has his taste buds, but you got to feed him with the open palm. So yeah. be careful. Got it. Oh, yeah. He bites now, by the way. He bites now. He talks, but only on old timey sitcoms. <laughs> with peanut butter? He likes to give kids rides down at the park for the first time. <laughs> Oh, God, we're good comedians. Hey, you we guys, I said shots on goal, and God damn it, you guys are taking shots <laughs> on goal. Yeah.
yeah that's nate katrina mike andy and maddie if you haven't hit subscribe yet you should do that now there's still more show but if you want video of this panel that you're hearing and like 71 other panels that is on our patreon patreon.com forward slash brido b-r-i-d-o if this is like a concert think of patreon as your backstage pass if you want to support the show that's also where you go do i need money yes there are world series reviews 1903 to 1954 i posted my 28th chicago comedy history bonus show this week with sean flannery one of the funniest human beings alive that is all on patreon.com forward slash brido this is fun if you're in chicago power moves with mike burns is doing a live show at the lincoln lodge on september 17th and 18th and man i'm so jealous of this i haven't been to the new lodge i think friends of the show sean flannery and john ledley are on that one i don't want to speak out of school if that's not the case but i saw on eventbrite tickets are only 20 bucks so if you're in the area go to that so i can live vicariously through you it should be a super fun night and say hello to everybody from your boy brido the next carport comedy show in eagle rock is september 25th Mike Holmes is making burgers. John Durnell is hosting. I'm on it. Paige Weldon, Brooks Whelan, Jack Robichaud, Christina Catherine Martinez, Katrina Davis, who you're enjoying on this episode, Will Miles, Andrew McCann, Beth Stelling, Robert Buscemi. That is in Eagle Rock on September 25th. The details should be on my Instagram or on the Instagram of at Carport Comedy Jam, which you can follow. September 27th, I'm doing Blind Barber with Andy Peters, who you're enjoying on the show. And October 9th, I'm on Frogtown. I don't know who's on that one. All right. We'll get back to the show right after a brief word from our sponsors. This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Go there. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Learn from Black Belt Instructor and Bonafide Hunk, J.J., motherfucking bar if you're in the des moines area stop getting your ass kicked go go plata the fuck out of life until it taps no coast brazilian jiu-jitsu tell them brido sent you what is the best way to handle all the streaming wars judge all the content against each other the buffer battle podcast does just that joel and tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content each week against each other to determine who is the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins, and at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-barred cage match to see who wins the month. They're often joined by special guests, including me, your boy Brido, to help decide the winner tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves as they keep their passion for film and TV alive during the podcast. Tony's a film nerd, Joel's a music geek, They aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle Podcast anywhere you download your podcasts. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show, too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike, or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. 
Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Pretty sure those guys fuck. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Nate, Katrina, Mike, Andy, and Maddie. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, hit subscribe. Nate Craig, 52% of the internet traffic is bots. Is this just rampant that everybody's got fake-ass followers and everything? Or, like, am I the only person not buying a bunch of followers? I would say yes, definitely. It's rampant. I I feel like once people start working with bigger companies and there's more money uh, surrounding their careers or whoever they're, you know, they're working with, then definitely uh it was hilarious to me when when trump got kicked off twitter and like every single voice on the you know in the in the trump america lost like a third of their followers and they were convinced that it was fucking google (laughs) doing it and it wasn't like well no there you just don't have as much leverage anymore you don't have the reach it used to be a lot of like a lot of book, like I don't even know that bookers ever did, but like people in entertainment would look at those numbers and be like impressed, but then they didn't realize yeah. that if yeah. your engagement was shit, it didn't fucking matter. Like yeah. nobody's they responding to this or sharing what a, it. What not. a sweet spot that was. You can't. Yeah. Oh God, where you could have just. I wish I had thought. I wish I. I wish I would have realized that nobody knew what bots were at that. You can pitch people now, and they immediately are like, "Well, how many followers do they have?" And it's like they're funny. Yeah. I'm not gonna. You already have all of the people that already have a bunch of followers. You don't need me to find those people. Yeah. You can. (laughs) You can fucking sort on HubSpot or whatever. You. You'll figure it out. You don't need me for that. It's still everywhere. If you get like a screenshot, like a sheet for people for talent for something that's always like maybe the fourth column is how many followers they have can't anybody who can see through it immediately like you said if it's a hundred thousand followers and you have 12 likes it's like okay you have a thousand followers if that yeah i don't know like when you see someone's numbers are crazy like that do you automatically assume it's fake or well, I know that companies will pay other companies to basically bring them the influencers that have the best engagement on their stuff. So there are companies that at some point will have to like prove that. But that's an interesting uh, process, though the vetting of the follow the following. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Because like working in marketing places, other <clears throat> companies come in and are like, we specialize in followers so we can give you these niche influencers that are the best people to give your product to so it's like marketing within marketing like i'm in marketing and i have to pay other experts that have more time to pay attention to that than i do to deliver to me like these are 10 people that you need to reach out to or whatever yeah some it just goes like some companies go deeper and deeper into the like verification like they like yeah they may have bots, but their bots are effective. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you can buy bots that respond to shit. You can buy yeah. bots. Like, people have bots set up that respond to every fucking, like, Woj tweet about the NBA. Like, mm. I don't get the fucking point, but you, all this shit's fucking fake. I went yeah. to um, Hypebeast, and there was, like, these sneakers my wife liked. There was, like, mm. a thousand comments that all said, nah, he tweaking. Just over and over uh-huh. and over again. Uh-huh. 
just like, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, like some the bot picked it up for the weekend. Yeah. Something Lil Nas X said about Tony yes. Hawk. And then it was like yeah. every, it was like something, <clears throat> your bots malfunctioned or something. Yeah. And it's, it's been, it's been pretty, pretty depressing to see how easily uh, like our entire society has been just completely run around by shit like that. Like all you got to do is like send a bot storm at like some small town and they'll fucking, they're bringing their, they're their bringing their weekend. assault rifles to the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's, um, if you really want to get into it, the pe- the comedians with publicists, that's fun. The people who are always like in the press. That's fun. And you're like, oh, they fucking paid for that. Well, that's what I was uh, also thinking of is because I just did a recording like um, like two or three months ago. And just from them tagging me from their stuff, didn't get any followers. Like, you know what I mean? Did not blow up or anything like that. But mm. I could see that way more people could see my stories. So all of a sudden, like 300 people could see that I had posted a, sh- a, a show or something. Mm. And when it would have been like maybe 150 before, like legit double. And I was like, oh, wow. And I knew that it was from that like wave or whatever. But then the next month it dropped so low. I had like maybe 50 people be able to see something that I would try to promote for a show on Instagram. Like it went the opposite way. And now it's back to normal in the middle. So I don't know what the fuck it did to me but like i don't pay for anything and i was like just sitting waiting it out for it to like level off i don't know what i did to make it mad i don't know what happened <laughs> but it was wild you got so shadow banned the, and the algorithm took its exposure I, back <laughs> i do the marketing for our show and our shit yeah. our like insights dropped a ton because we were putting that as a vaccinated only show so uh, i said the word vaccine oh no you went out no, you lost i lost you the the Algorithm 80%. heard you say vaccine in your volume. Wow, did you notice how that happened right when he said vaccine? He <laughs> yeah. just said vaccine. I don't oh, wait, like Mike, it. Mike, say that again. So you so you added the word vax, you had to like what misspell it or something? I just put a vax and like a star for the A. <gasps> oh, but do you did it help? Oh yeah, so it's back to the... normal now. Oh, it was my like God. but it dropped like to twenty percent of the normal Because like, it's just scanning for that word. Yeah, there's a um, a fun conspiracy theory I read about in Atlantic magazine called uh, Dead Internet Theory that everything is influencers, bots and algorithms and like nothing mm. you're seeing is like real and you can't trust like it, it, it goes further into some shit that I'm like not OK, like because it's like deep fakes. But it's like basically if you look up dead Internet theory, it's a thing that's catching on. Mm. Does it lead into simulation or no? I think so because I got I watched that fucking documentary and I was like that's a fun thought that I that I wish that I had but I you know I just was entertaining myself. I did one I watched one but it was like I can watch the watch you building this coping mechanism like as the documentary goes on. All I know is I want to start a punk band called Dead Internet Theory. (laughs) I do like that a lot. You think I wouldn't fuck a drummer from Dead Internet Theory? Get out of here! Oh my god. That dude can shred. He's got one arm. <laughs> Bad religion featuring dead internet theory. Oh my god! Like the guy from wait, Def Leppard? Does he have one? Yeah, arm? yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dit. By the way, that was one of my questions for this week. Uh, I watched a drummer documentary. I wanted to see who your favorite drummer was. Oh my! God. Oh, I play drums. Do you? You're yeah, my favorite drummer then. 
Thank you. Aww. I got to watch that documentary, by the way. I don't um, know if it's good or not because it's like four drummers. It's like that Fred Armisen special. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. There's Ooh, a dude, I look up. I, there's a guy named Bernard Purdy. You guys should all look this dude up. He used to do, he has a style <laughs> of drumming called the Purdy technique, which is a shuffle. But anyway, he would do these like instructional videos for drummers. And it was one of the first that I would watch as a drummer. And it's so great because he's like playing drums. And he's like super high. He's like a bluesy guy, like an old school, like bluesy dude. And he'd be like amazingly playing drums. And all the instruction would just be like, just do this, a scap, scoop, bab, and it would be like that, where you would get like no <laughs> drumming instruction. He would just do something amazing, and it would be like, do that. Now try this, a scap, Now do that. Now we're gonna go into a little bit of a scoop scap, and he would just do like, and you'd be like, twelve, oh, no! years, twelve years old, and you're like, I can't, Bernard, stop it. But he'd be like, lackadaisically drunk, stone doing blues drumming. Look up Bernard Purdy. He's who did you? Who made you want to drum? That sounds amazing. Uh, probably dudes like um, rock dudes like John. I grew up on like Led Zeppelin and John probably Bonham. so like John Bonham, Stuart Copeland of the Police, He's and then awesome. dudes like Trey Cool from Green Day, like amazing punk drummers, and like the drummer who uh, from like No Effects. Like, uh, well, I was trying to be like a punk drummer, so like. Early influences, though, were definitely like John Bonham. Yeah, from Def Leppard had one arm. Dude yeah. from Def Leppard had one arm. Very impressive. Until, until you find out like how he drummed and it's just like cheating. He's like, oh, I built a drumming robot that sits next to me. <laughs> and because I have one arm. <laughs> so my drumming robot first, does my first, left arm. When I saw that the behind the music, though. When I saw that behind the music, though, I was super impressed. Wait, did you say the bot from Def Leppard is ruining the algorithm? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. But dude, there is a documentary about how the Def Leppard fifty-two percent bots. Now we're getting shit yeah. report all over us, dude. It's taking down the system. <laughs> is there anybody there is who's like, like really famous at drumming who you're like they're actually bullshit the way that we talk about? Neil like... Pert. Neil Pert. Yeah, right. The oh. dude. I don't like Neil Pert. Really? really? Yeah. If you, oh, he was gonna you... be one of my guys. Yeah, if you combine wow. eighteen like drum sets into one drum set, yeah, you're gonna sound pretty good. If you have fifty thousand oh, symbols so attached to, like, I'm sorry, but Neil Pert, I know. R.I.P. Play all those. R.I.P. He was a legend. I know but... you like you like punk drumming. You want to hear fucking somebody bang on a dumpster? But Neil Pert was a fucking you like legend. That, you like that thing? Uh, stomp? You like be, that Broadway show? This is gonna be the the friendship snapper between Dude, you and me. You know what, man? Neil Pert, like he had one thing that he did, and it was going down fifty-seven drums. Yeah. He, he also had, did the chimes. He also did. If the I had chimes. eleven million dollars to buy eighty-seven drum sets and make a mega super one drum set, yeah, I can go. Oh, so your so your problem. All your favorite drummers were just too poor. Yes, you work with what you got. My favorite drummer was Animal from the Muppets. Oh, that is also a good. He's drummer. based on Keith Moon. He worked I with watched. what he got. Keith Moon, great. great, great. Anyone else think fucking Ringo Starr won the goddamn lottery of the lifetime? Being, you, being, being a bad drummer? <laughs> Isn't that their, that joke that they asked Paul McCartney if he was the best drummer in the world and he said he's not even the best drummer in the Beatles? Yes. <laughs> oh. Isn't that uh, a thing? Which is, 
which is an ultimate <laughs> slam. So the rumor there is that like John Lennon would go back into the recording studio and re-record the drumming parts. Really? Ringo yes. was so bad. But yes. now there's, there's this newfound like respect for Ringo. Dude. You can't be saying this kind of shit. Just you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a Ringo. If you're, if you're hanging out with like Dave Grohl and Taylor Hawkins, like current drummers, I you am shit on Ringo. Oh. You're gonna get a little slap back. No, I'm asking. You I, tell me. I'm glad you brought up Ring because there's a newfound actual respect like listen there's some like in that documentary they ringo really part. give they give a lot of props to ringo yeah okay other and drummers charlie did. watts the rolling stones who just passed away charlie yeah. watts was like the steady backbeat drummer like if you listen well, to rolling stones well song, can i yeah. can i throw you a curveball yeah if you listen to honky tonk woman you can picture uh-huh. like the way that it starts at the end of the song he just gradually speeds it up like it's like a ball rolling down a hill yeah 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 Great, that's great drumming. That, okay. You can only do that if you really know what you're doing. To speed like a, up a song, and I don't. It's like crazy so hard to do. But like he, people would be like, "Oh, he's just doing the backbeat. He's just hitting the snare on the two and four, which is a, what a backbeat is." And like, but like steady. Like he's got that internal clock mechanism that keeps a song right on the train tracks. You know, that's a good drummer. For the people that are, they're like, who gives a shit? Why are you talking about drumming? Fuck Neil. I, I, just want, I want you to Fuck say, Neil this is what I get the emails about. This is like, but someone's listening to this going, oh yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about. I gotta drumming. listen. To, I gotta listen to Andy. Andy's got such good rhythm. He had a black baby. <laughs> That's not how it happened. <laughs> Already can play drums. Play some drums, Silas. <laughs> he just gave you a perfectly timed side eye because he's a black baby. <laughs> I can't Those wait for you to watch. The, I can't wait for you to watch the play black and you go play drums and he went ah. <laughs> he did. He did. I can. I can, I saw it. Yeah. Oh, that was great. But John Bonham's I, legit good, though. Yes. John Bonham's legit, oh, yeah. like the best. That's like, my guy. Do, he could play any know. style. Yeah. I don't know if he's good, but I remember watching Travis Barker from Blink-182 oh, pour super glue into his thumb so he could play on True Life. And I was like, I mm-hmm. want to marry this man. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was my favorite drummer for a really long made, time. Oh, you, oh, you weren't just joking earlier. You're, you are into no. drummers. I love drummers. I my fir- right. the first guy I was ever in love with was a drummer. And so any t- I like still see people in line hardcore drumming on their chest. And I'm just like, interesting. Like, <laughs> from our mannerisms, everything. What about Questlove? Is he hot? He's Questlove's lovable. another like He's solid adorable. backbeat drummer. Questlove's good. But it's like he keeps the song going. But Travis Barker, the stuff he does is insane. He's, He's a, a like yeah. next level. I read about the Sackler family that they pushed like Oxycontin on people, even though they knew that people were dying. They're like, we want the money. Who's the worst family? In America, worst family, <gasps> pound um, for pound, worst family. Pound for mm. pound. I mean, if we're gonna, I would say as 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 shitty as that family is, I've, arguably the Trump family has done light yeah. years more damage to the country, to the fabric of democracy, to real estate. Fucking, yeah, I mean, to hair project he's ever done and not paid any of the fucking laborers. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, obviously our country was fucked already and he put a magnifying glass on it, but like made it way worse. And I don't, I don't know. I don't see how we're going to come out of it, really. I think we're permanently fucked as a nation. But um, so, yeah, the Trump family. Has Who's in the Mount Rushmore of terrible American families? Ooh. The Koch brothers, probably. Yes. Brothers, Honestly, probably a couple people we don't even know about. Yeah. Uh, you know what yes. I mean? like, 
Like that Betsy DeVos family. Betsy DeVos and her yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. Her brother what used to be Blackwater. I think it's called Academy now. Yeah. They're mercenaries. Oh, Not a great guy. Families, yeah. I was at a my buddy. I was at my buddy's wedding years ago, and he the the I went to college with them. I went to college with both of them, but the girl we weren't really friends with. But she, I didn't I didn't know when we were in college how rich she was. She's like old money, like like oil and timber, turn of the century. Timber like, money. Like, so like Henry, like Henry Ford's great granddaughter was at this wedding. It was like a fucking $4 million wedding. It was like the most opulent, crazy shit I've ever seen. And like, I've never even heard of these. Like, you were at my like, wedding. Mine was pretty good. It was pretty good. But like, they, <laughs> it was uh, like the cheapest room was like 1200 a night and everyone stayed two nights. And they paid for everyone's room. It was like 150 people. It was like crazy. Oh like Zuckerberg and Jimmy Kimmel were at the place like the week before we were, the wedding was there. It was in the Smoky Mountains in Tennessee. And like, they're like billionaires we've, and you'll never hear about them. So yep. like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of those fucking assholes that will just, just are like keeping their heads down and counting their money and trying to stay out of trouble. I'm going to say Sacklers, Trumps, Cokes. I feel like the DeVos family was DeVos like family, that until yeah. they were like pulled into the, I'm like, I'm from Michigan and the DeVos family is Amway and like they run mm. Date. And it's weird because, like, no one even in Michigan really knows what Amway does, but they know, like, the DeVos family. And I feel like mm-hmm. if they were very, like, in that camp of, like, low-key, key powerful billionaires until, like, Trump brought their name into the forefront. But, like, they they were there. Like, you didn't quite know what they did. No one really knows what Amway does, but it's, like... But we kind of do. Danny, do you know what I'm They make does? shit burgers. It's mid-level marketing shit. Like right? it's marketing products, but no is that one the really hotel knows. Hotel in the Grand Rapids, the, the Amway Grand Plaza. Is that the same company? Yeah, the yes, whole yes. city is. So the DeVos's like are all pyramid money. scam money. The hospital. Yeah. So yeah. Grand Rapids. Or, yeah, the DeVos, That's the family she married into. But her brother's a piece of shit too. Yeah, what Grand Rapids is basically funded by. There's the Van Andel Arena and everything. Like they built that city essentially like they made it like uh, like the cool built up city of michigan and so they, they like funded that and amway's there and like the sports arenas and they were working for a really long time to get like a national teams of grand rapids and like building up this city of grand rapids but like I, I I don't know if they just stopped trying but <laughs> now grand rapids is like kind of cool there's a zoo there and like there is a sports <laughs> arena, but I don't think a team plays there. But like, that's the DeVos family. It's all what an interesting the, question. Like like uh, what when you is Prince, it smart Eric people Prince. with money, smart people with money, or or dumb people with money? Who's going to do more damage? Uh, you know? oh, like, like smart people. Gonna... Dick Cheney's more dangerous than like the Crabtree family from my hometown. Right. <laughs> just gonna buy ATVs and then one of the nephews dies and they're like, all right, we got to watch how we spend our money, you know? Because yeah. it's like the Coors family gave a lot of money for shitty racist stuff, but they also were full grown adults that didn't know beer could get you drunk because their daddy told them they couldn't. So, oh, you know what? <laughs> like yeah, the, the Ricketts family that owns the Cubs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not that cool. They're like big Trump donors. Yeah. Oh. But like some of them are cool. Which some one? of them are cool. The girl? I don't know. <laughs> You're a White Sox fan. You're not going to like any of them. Yeah. I also don't know the, like, the Carnegie's and Rockefellers are up to. Do those motherfuckers change their name? They, right. they still got money. And stuff. Yeah. Sure, yeah. You know what, I mean? what are those kids doing? Whatever. <laughs> what, what, there's, it's, there's got to be names that we, rec- we recognize from our whole lives that were fucking. The Rothschilds? That made their empire yeah, on, the, yeah. on the Confederacy. Oh, yeah. 
Bob Evans, whoever Bob Evans and his whole fucking family. Those yeah, people are for sure. You ever meet like right. a Vanderbilt? You're like, okay, yeah. What's Anderson what Cooper no. is a Vanderbilt? What's your deal. He's a Vanderbilt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you guys gonna go see this movie about Rodman going to Vegas for 48 hours? Ooh, yeah. Oh, when Probably. he was supposed to be playing for my Detroit Pistons, and he or no, no was like the Bulls. Yeah, Bulls. Bulls. That's right. That's right. That's right. Still gonna get not gonna get. Is that when he got married? I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I think yes. so. Okay. There's a whole movie. I don't about think that they got married that weekend. I think it was with her though. Okay. Does it end with him in the pickup and like the shotgun and all that? I think that's. Or is well, that's that not be- that? He was yeah. listening to Immortality by Pearl Jam. I don't know why I know that. But then he also wrestled in a tag team with Hawk Hogan at a WCW. He event. did. Yeah. Once against, against Carl Tom Malone. Malone. Yeah. Against Carl Malone and uh, Jay Leno. Yeah. Uh, that was what? a separate thing. Oh, it was a different one. Yeah, that okay, was okay. um. That was Eric, Eric Bischoff. Bischoff. I do yeah. remember when Dennis Rodman joined the NWO mid Chicago Bulls season and like called out sick to play in he the playoffs. He got into a fight was with like, uh, uh, Malone on the court. Like they scrambled for a ball and uh, yeah. And Bob Costas was and like, "This settled is settled in the ring." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like the NBA should be settled. There's a WCW event in town next week. See it in the ring. See in the ring, Malone. Are you watching AEW, Peter? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it last night. Chicago Punk's return, baby. Yeah, it was fucking dope. Come on, Chicago. <laughs> oh, was it CM Punk? Yeah, CM Punk's yeah, back, back, and he had a he had an okay back. match, and he's back. But back. like, yeah, it was better than okay for a guy who hasn't been wrestling for seven years. It was pretty okay, goddamn Mike, good. Take it that was easy. a great pay-per-view. Take it easy. He was a little That's... slow. Didn't throw any kicks, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest I've seen Mike's eyes get. He I know. Crazy. He's like, Ugh. Hey, hey, no, it was hey. good. It was a really good the whole event, but like watch uh Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers was that really was good. fucking insane. Ridiculous. That was great. Good wrestling. I have a Age bullet man. club shirt that I bought from the Young Bucks, so do I get any sort of uh cred for yeah. that? No. You do. You get a lot of cred for that. Thank Did you. you see yeah. the, the Rodman North Korea documentary? Yeah. That was bonkers. I'm sorry, Maddie, but we're still talking about <laughs> Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers. If anybody <laughs> wants to talk, why are you trying to U-turn down wrestling? I know Colt Cabana and CM Punk, Punk, and that is it. So as soon as we were done talking about yeah. CM Punk, I was like, you're okay, right. you're good. <laughs> But there is, yeah, like there's, there were all those Rodman things where I feel like I bleed all those stories together, where I, where I feel like they all happened when he was supposed to be playing in the playoffs with the Chicago Bulls, and in one weekend he went to Vegas, wrestled for WCW, and hung yeah. out with Kim Jong Il. <laughs> like it's all like one thing. Well, that's like. Legend. I mean, at, at least one weekend per fiscal quarter requires a full documentary in Dennis yeah. Rodman's life. Remember when he straight up married himself? Remember that? Yeah. He's got a book to sell. Yeah. Yeah, and he married that himself. Yeah, that was back in the 90s when, like, if you were selling a book, if you were a Howard Stern, you had to put on a dress like a lady, and it was crazy. Yeah. I had a Dennis Rodman t-shirt in fifth grade that, like, was almost too risky. It was too risky for fifth grade. It was like Rodman like with a with a ball like this just like na- like naked mm-hmm. and it went way past his belly button we're like he was just like shirtless yeah and it was like in the shirt the picture of him stopped right where his dick would have started 
And I was in fifth grade, just rocking this naked Rodman shirt. That's a Rodman shirt. Doesn't he have that bad boy 90s sun belly button? Yeah, he does. All the bad boys got in the 90s with the sun. Oh, my belly button's a sun. Look out. It it goes down at night and comes out in the morning. I don't know. 90s bad boy tattoos. That is Uh such a good description. Oh, so much barbed wire. Barbed wire. Barbed wire, yeah. Um, Suns in places. My sister wrote him a letter. My sister wrote him a letter asking him to dye his hair purple because it was her favorite color. And then, like, a couple months later, it was purple. So we don't know. We don't know. Wow. All right. I think it checks out. I think it's probably. (laughs) Wasn't he also doing a lot of. Why do all our children want to fuck Dennis Rodman? Well, Why did all the Ryans want to fuck Dennis Rodman? Everybody oh. did, dude. Gay, straight. Everybody, come on. Yeah. Everybody Why are there to... so many naked Dennis Rodmans in my house? <laughs> Maddie, get in here. You bought a second naked Dennis Rodman poster to put on top of your first naked you Dennis You try Rodman finding Rodman? one with him with clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> Can you take down the one with him in a wedding dress that makes your grandma uncomfortable every time she comes over? That was weird. Like kids in high school would buy like the, the Rodman Spurs jersey and be like, this is the badass thing. Whereas like his rebel thing was kind of like, I'm a gay dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because he fucked Madonna, and Madonna told him that he could be wherever he wanted, so he decided wow. to have fun and be androgynous as fuck for a minute. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm for it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he did. Like that was kind of the kickoff point of just. Yeah. He hung out with Madonna for like two weeks, and then was just. Like, and she was just like, Canseco didn't what do that. What are you doing? <laughs> Live it up. Yeah. Canseco has not been the same since then either. He's yeah, no, he does things to people. Conseco went a different route where he's like carrying guns into the baseball field and like he went a different he went a different version of crazy my sister got me a cameo from him for my birthday one time I can't prove it's I can't prove it's not Ozzy Canseco but it's one of my like (laughs) the things that I enjoy the most that she's ever gotten me Jose Canseco wished me a happy birthday for money Wow. That's awesome. Uh, I love watching those, by the way, like reluctant cameos when people post those online. Who said it was reluctant? He really wanted to wish me a happy birthday. (laughs) Hi, this is Jose Canseco. This is a message for Mike Brian's Mike Brian Brian Jones. That's exact. You've seen it? So you've seen it. When we uh, when cameo first dropped, like not a lot of people knew about it. So we used to for, to promote our show, we used to just get celebrities to like endorse the show for money. Oh man, that's great! And one of the ones that did it was Tiny Lister from yeah. uh, Friday. R.I.P. He, he fucked yeah. up every fucking <laughs> piece of information about the show. He said it was at the comedy store. He said that like a bunch of he said he saw jerry seinfeld there and i'm just like all right well this is what we're going with i guess <laughs> jerry seinfeld i hope you, I hope you guys store. got the address somewhere in there no in the time no, we had to like that was the funniest part is we had to like correct everything that we had to put text under what he was saying like <laughs> under him to be like no it's not at the comedy <laughs> store like that's amazing here's the, here's you had the to redact a cameo <laughs> <laughs> 
Zeus. No. Oh, Zeus. That's right. Zeus. Because he was he in No the, Holds Barred. He would do the head squish with yeah. the double. Didn't he do the head squish? That was his only move. Finisher. Yeah. And it made Hawk Hogan like Yeah, he would fade go up out. behind yeah. Hogan and just put his arms on his head and just go like that. And Hogan that was a scary. That was a scary time for us young Hawkamaniacs because yeah. that was the first time that like a movie character yeah. yep. came into the real ring and fucked shit up for a little bit. And it was like, whoa. It was this kind of like as a young wrestling fan. I was probably nine at the time and was like. I would, uh, wait a second, yeah. can movie characters who beat up Hawk Hogan just come into real life and beat up Hawk Hogan? It was a real <laughs> mind it was a That was a crazy time because then I would go to the grocery store and I'd beg my mom to buy one of those wrestling magazines that were like unaffiliated. And oh, it would dude. like do like the rankings oh, yeah. of best wrestlers, and it'd be like number mm-hmm. one, Ric Flair. I'd be like, Hulk Hogan beat Zeus. What the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what are you oh, even talking man, about? This guy doesn't look fan, strong at all. Your realities are bendable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Did uh, this abortion thing fuck Republicans? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Sure. I mean. I mean, uh, it yeah. will in twelve to fifteen years when all those babies they don't want have free agency. <laughs> free agency but <laughs> they're gonna hate it <laughs> yeah i don't know if it fucked him i think i think it's Ooh. exactly what they want and they're like nice mm-hmm. i think i think other shitty states that are leaning that way like your mississippis and your you know your alabamas i think they're going to use this as a template to try to roll shit back for those Hopefully. states too I can i give you a different uh option how about this one they just say shit and don't really mean it and then like when it actually went through they were like fuck like Trump's whole presidency, yes. some people claim. Yeah, like, I mean, like just they didn't think it was gonna, and they're like, "Oh my god, you guys, no way." Yeah, they're not. They're not making abortion illegal. They're making it harder for people who right. like Democrats with health care. They're the, yeah. yeah, Republicans who knock up their fucking mistresses will be able to get abortions. Yeah, business as usual. Yeah. But I feel like they're still being ignorant because they don't know when their mistresses are going to know that they're pregnant. Like, you're being dumb. Being ignorant has like... never stopped them from being extremely successful up until now. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the ones that they're getting will still be illegal, though. Or they'll fly into another Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll just pay a lot more for them. Yeah. Canada. Right. They'll, they'll always be, if you got money, it's never. Uh, yes, like, right. Okay, a... so should they fucking pack the court then? Yes. Obviously, but we're pussies and we'll never do it. We yeah. fucking govern like we lose every even when we win. Punt on second down, the Joe Biden way. Yeah, yeah even you know it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the right thing to do if we wielded our power that we fought for. And the Republicans didn't trust four years of just cramming federal judges in every fucking nook and cranny they could. Yep. We still dragging our feet, and the fucking primaries are next. It's just like okay, dude. Like every state. Like, yeah. <laughs> Did, All the uh, Democrats have to do is legalize pot federally, and they won't do it. Mm-hmm. That's what Michael Chuck Moore said. Well, Chuck Schumer's trying to do it. That's I mean, finally. But they, if they had just put that on the ballot, and and the abortion thing is also going to play like that. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, there's you can you can say all you want in church, but when it comes down to it way more people smoke pot and way more people have abortions than you want to admit. So, right. Yeah. Did you L.A. people vote for Gavo? Begrudgingly, obviously he fucking sucks, but (laughs) it's better than the fucking alternative, which is a guy that is an absolute fucking maniac. Well, I didn't understand that. Like, I voted like no on the on the like 
to yeah. boot him out. And then, mm. like, I was really honestly, there, I took a beat where I was confused where, like, the way the ballot was set up, I don't know if you guys felt this way, where you, I had, they kind of hide the information that I still felt like I had to pick, like, a predecessor. Yeah, if he yeah, was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there's, like, a whole oh. list of names, and you vote no, and it's still, like, all right, well, there's still this list of names. You have to say no and not yes, and then I select this person. But yeah, Yeah. even I did like look at who was who was like up for the replacement, and the replacements are fucking wild. So it's like, yeah, Yeah. it was like this joke. Billboard lady with the The pink shirt. Angeline. Yeah. There was a bunch of people. Yeah. The insurance. No, no, Angeline, the pink Corvette lady, right? Is that who? Evangeline. She was on the ballot, and then you'll it was a know bunch her of... face if you Maddie. saw her. Not Angelica from the bus. Maddie. I know the insurance yeah. lady you're talking uh, yeah, about. That's what I'm this one is the lady with people... the pink Corvette. There was a bunch of people on the list that got to use their nicknames. It was like Wild yes. Dog, Kenneth Canopies. There was the a back. guy whose motto was like "Love you all," yes, and yes, you yes, were spelled yes, yes. with the letter U. Yeah. And it was yes. just like, how loose is this? In the, <laughs> in the voter guide. His was bio this a said, his bio if this said, was a I slotted, I'm going to be mad. This was a slotted, wasn't it? I'm out. Oh, I don't yeah. Like that it. one dude, it was like the love you party. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, everyone like, that this wasn't like... bonkers or Republican, there were like three Democratic people, and they seemed like figments of my imagination. And it was like, By the way, like Maddie's sitting back in Chicago going, that's quaint. You guys think your politics is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it is yeah, like, I wonder if there's just an office that you walk into. Like, you have to just be on time to, like, register to be a candidate. Because it and was just, of, like, it's, I felt like I was in a sketch or something. Where you're like, local, local politics is surprisingly easy to get into because I feel like a lot of people don't pay attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. This is, I mean, California is giant. Like, I yeah. don't know how this is even an option for people to get anywhere near the ballot. Like, that. I yeah. looked up anywhere near it. You shouldn't yeah. be able to touch it. I like more people so voted then, for Trump of, in California. More people voted for Trump in California than in Texas. I looked that up. Six million people still like 11 million voted for Biden. Yeah, we got millions yeah. of people. You can just mm-hmm. say I love you and be the governor. Get nervous about this, actually, well, really. And then half the people when it lists like what you do is just like teacher or educator. Like who's like in the middle of the class? Like I'm going to take five in the middle of this geometry class. I got to go run down to the candidate registration. No, we've already established in geometry class. You fucking stay out the class. And you don't let anything. <laughs> no matter what. If you're a geometry teacher, you are not up on current events. I'm no. going to shut that. You just know. shut that gun TV up and you learn about math. Yeah, you know, triangles. <laughs> That's what you know about. It's just like Mad Dog Kenneth Vachon, and he's yes. he's a gym teacher. Yes. <laughs> Mad Dog Vachon's running. I'll stop it. I knew. I knew. Yeah. I just I tried to make up a name. Luna Vachon. Make up names. It always just comes out real wrestlers who exist. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me all the time. His name is the Gobbledygooker. Damn. Yeah. It. This guy Roddy Roddy Piper was on the ballot. Shock master. <laughs> I'm not. I'm following it to the point of like I turned in my ballot marked no, and then I was just like. But also like. Yes, this isn't weird. (laughs) But also like if you walk, baby. If you walk to your car, you're gonna step over a thousand homeless people, and they kicked everybody off unemployment. And he's like eating at a restaurant, like 
the first well, day I mean, of that's COVID. what yeah that's what sucks like he is bad he is terrible yeah it's like but there's did no you look at the back half of the ballot angeline yeah. was like number two like there are no real politicians <laughs> on that thing no. like no one even had ex- no one listed experience in an office they all listed regular jobs <laughs> there's you know one what? person in history to beat a recall and it's scott walker in wisconsin p.s mm. Really? Mm. Why'd you have to do If they would have No, like, if... Schwarzenegger is the only one to be yeah, one of ours, and we apparently do this all the time. I thought yeah, Schwarzenegger was elected Gray in the recall. They recalled Gray Davis. Yeah, and Schwarzenegger got and elected. And that's how he got in. Yeah. He was See, the Evangeline they... of his time. Uh-huh. This would have been the one time, if Arnold Schwarzenegger was on that list of crazy names, this would have been the one time when I'd have been like, all right, Arnold, you get yeah. another shot at this. Yeah. He would have had the most experience. Right, like it would have been an actual politician, which like, is the craziest crazy, thing crazy. to say in the world. Gavin Newsom yeah. married Kimberly <laughs> Guilfoyle. How good is your decision making? Yeah. yeah. He didn't He's marry also a real he politician because he got voted in the first time without being a real politician. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He does just strike me. He is always like one that you just kind of vote for just because he like is like a TV politician. Like he just see like he just looks like he was manufactured by like Hollywood to be like what like a typecast politician in like the West Wing would look like. Like he's very like like he might be a centrist and he takes money from places where money comes from. But I mean, (laughs) he's definitely not afraid to to you know be a good vocal uh proponent of progressive politics for and so i me personally i gavin newsom is i i, I don't mind him. is it because I mean, you could probably play him on tv yeah are you just saying that because he's like super handsome I, we just there just has going? to be there just has to be firm fuckable people <clears throat> saying progressive shit for on I mean, camera nate's got a point does he have any <laughs> 90s bad boy tattoos <laughs> oh my god if Gavin an Instagram of like a barbed wire bicep, yeah. half of LA would lose. He definitely him. has Katrina. Definitely picture has him holding drumsticks. Brand on his body. Yeah, <laughs> he just yeah. He he's just too pretty. Just has like red hot chili pepper lyrics. Just like he's right here. Brooks Reeling. Like, okay, what I got you got to give it, put it in you. Just like a paragraph. It's like whoa, why do you got that song of all their That's songs? A, okay, I mean. <laughs> It's a stance. Do you want to do one more? Do you want to do one more? Yeah. Since Mike and Katrina have not done this before, I have. Uh, I want to know. I got. This is a icebreaker question to end it. And you guys can mm. who have done. If you want to answer it, you can. I don't think Maddie's done this one. I'm sure Andy and Nate have. But I got a time machine. It only goes to any moment in comedy history that you would like to see. If that makes sense, it's the world's shittiest time machine. You can't stop any murders or any bad people. You can only go see like the first season of SNL or something dumb like that. So where are you going in this fucking time machine? Mike, Katrina, Maddie Ryan. I'd go to wherever Dennis Miller saw Bill Hicks and stop him from seeing it. <laughs> Dennis Good Miller answer. or Dennis Leary? Tell him that he, or Dennis Leary, yeah. Yeah. I'd go, yeah, I'd go there and I'd go, you can't, I'd, I'd hit the, the bouncer in the head with a, a little, <laughs> one of those slapjacks and replace him. And then I'd stand at the door and say, yeah, you're not coming in, Leary. That's so <laughs> Awesome. He's gone. He's gone. He left. He uh, left. 
The bo- yeah, the Boston fucking comedy syndicate all came for me. Apparently, Lenny Clark's at my door. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. you don't like oh, no, firefighters. They stole their jokes. <laughs> Katrina, where are you going? Um, hmm. I have a lot of different things in my head. Like I was thinking about like kids in the hall, or like I ca- I think I might. I was gonna pick being uh, in the theater when Eddie Murphy recorded Raw, but I think I will selfishly pick. My mom used to watch Sinbad at the Essence Festival in Aruba, like obsessively. <laughs> so I would probably go to Aruba and see Sinbad. Hell yeah. It's wow. blowing. Sinbad does not get enough love. Sinbad is a comedic I, genius. He's, he's really yeah, good. Yeah, so much Sinbad I, with my mom. I haven't heard anything from him since he had that stroke. I know. Yeah. I love him. Do you know that he was not in a movie called Shazam in the 90s? Yeah, oh, that whole thing. <laughs> There's one of those uh, Mandela. Oh, he was yeah, in so. the house. What was the in the house movie where he was with the family? The one where yeah, the kids the pre- or the kids' dad's the president. He's like a babysitter. That Maybe that is that what it is? Something silly, some antics. I feel like he was yeah. in all those movies. Yeah, I do remember one where he was like a dentist. Was this one where like? Is he is on a different world? He's like a doctor, but he's not a doctor. There was a he's lot of like... Sinbad, Mark Curry carryover. He's yeah, there was a lot of things that Mark all the way Curry did that <laughs> were Hanging supposed with... to be for Sinbad. I'm sure. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. That could be oh, another. Uh... I think that was for Mark Curry specifically, though, because didn't yeah. he play basketball? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That could be another Mandela effect, where it's like hanging with Sinbad, and like I swear to God, hanging with Sinbad was a show. I used to sit down with my family. And That's not Mandela effect. You, you just confuse I'm black gonna, people. I'm gonna get on TikTok. I'm gonna get on TikTok with a screenshot. Do you guys remember? Oh, I gotta make a poster for hanging with Sinbad. So, I've always thought it would be funny my... to like make up Mandela effects and just tell people. And yeah, be like, what? that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to make up a, a TV show poster for Hanging with Sinbad. And then I'm going to post on TikTok and be like, you guys remember the show? And you I'm, just Photoshop Chris Rock's face into a picture of Eddie Murphy as Gumby and just put <laughs> yeah. it on Reddit oh, yes. and wait. <laughs> that's a great yeah, put, that's a good one with mr sinbad i feel that way. hanging with, with mr sinbad. sinbad okay thank you maddie hanging with mr sinbad everybody remembers the tgif classic hanging with mr sinbad. <laughs> classic. <laughs> oh my god you would get done with school on friday and your mom would let you stay up late to watch hanging with mr sinbad it came on <laughs> after perfect strangers <laughs> and before <laughs> sister sister <laughs> You guys remember John Candy in Cannonball Run? He was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so, I smoke too much weed. I'm just going to remember these things wrong now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, Brido, I would like to go back and watch Andy Kaufman uh, beat up Ooh. women in a wrestling ring. <laughs> that is a good one. The, yeah. the intergender the wrestling show. champion. That's how you get heat. You go in there and you, yeah. you call them hillbillies and say you're from Hollywood. <laughs> I used to have that shirt. I still have it around here somewhere. I have a picture shirt. with you as the intergender wrestling champion at Hell. Yes, I wear that shirt all the time, the intergender wrestling champion. Yes. And I, yeah. Wasn't I him? I uh, yeah, my wife and I went as him and one of his... I don't know, wrestling. I have a picture with you at Silver Lake Lounge. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know why. Fantastic. Legend. Maddie, where are you going? I'm I'm trying to think about it. I don't know. Mike had such a very succinct, like a perfect answer. I don't don't know if I would be. Yeah, that was good. I don't know how to wield my uh, presence as as, uh, thoughtfully, but I don't know. Maybe like, 
like like 1960s like the improv in new york city like in you know mid 60s just go and hang out for a night was it around like, in the mid 60s and like no, i think it opened like, in the seven or yeah like, i think it was 60s bud friedman's like, improvisation was open yeah in the 60s. Or like let's say like late 60s then but you know just maybe just go hang for a night just wasn't it weird? Like they would, like Broadway stars would come in and just like fuck around on the key, on the piano and shit. Like also, <laughs> like it wasn't oh, yeah. just stand up. Well, before oh. stand up, the boom, like stand up wasn't a thing. So it was like yeah, right. there's all these stories of like the Ice House in like the folk era yeah, music yeah, time. Yeah. Like when Steve oh. Martin would do goof 'em up stuff at the Ice House. Yeah, it wasn't like he'd be opening for oh, like shit. a oh. puppet show and oh, like Bob Dylan and like shit like that. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like folk musicians mixed in with like the Steve Martins. Yeah, that's Nate, Katrina, Mike, Andy, and Maddie. Hit subscribe, dude. Just hit subscribe. I'll tag them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. Collect them all. I promise you, they want specifically you to follow them on social media. That is the show. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. R.I.P. Michael K. Williams. 